It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. This is North, 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 North South. North, South. Hey everybody, Tim Kawakami here. We are recording North and South with my co-host, the Los Angeles Times' own Dylan Hernandez. Dylan, we woke up tonight, or maybe you were scanning the internet late last night with a surprise, which is tailor-made for the North and South podcast. Uh, Shohei Otani, what is it? What would how this happen? He just sends out a video that announces that he's married. Well, how did that all happen, Dylan? Yeah, he posted something on internet on the internet. You know, um, yeah. So this is kind of this going to take like a lot of kind of cultural explaining. <laughs> As you can imagine, I've had a bunch of my colleagues like calling me this morning, and I'm trying to like explain this, and I haven't done a very good job of it. So let's see if I could do a little better job here. You know, but I think like one, um, you kind of have to, I think, understand kind of the fishbowl celebrity culture in Japan, which is much more intense than it is yeah. here, right? So, you know, they, you know, if I say a drama show does well, you know, they can get like a 60% rating, which, you know, would never happen in our country, right? Just our markets are a lot more fragmented. So you kind of have this situation where like an entire country will be following. I mean, that's what happened, frankly, with the WBC last, you know, last year uh, when Japan won, right? I mean, 60% of the country was like watching these games. And so celebrity is like much more intense there. And I think as a result of that, uh, celebrities are a lot more guarded, you know, with their personal lives. Um, and so this is actually, you know, as weird as this might have looked uh, from kind of an American perspective, this is usually kind of how it's done, right? Um, you know, there are some parts of this that to me are going to be interesting going forward. You know, one of the things Otani said in the, at least in the Japanese portion was that he will be, you know, doing a scrum. Uh, not sure, you know, it said tomorrow. I'm not sure if that was today or that meant today, you know, uh, or tomorrow. Um, but, uh, you know, cause I was, I was actually at the uh, Lakers game last night. So I was in the press room at crypto.com arena when I, when I saw this thing. Um, you know, and so he will talk about this. And again, that's, that part is kind of pretty normal. Um, you know, the fact that nobody knew about them dating again, that's, uh, also pretty normal over there. I think even, you know, I was kind of uh, laughing, thinking about this, but there's a Japanese reporter who I know very well, uh, probably during the off season, we might even talk more <laughs> than we do during the season because we're kind of trading information and stuff. And, you know, I think this was last year or the year before. At some point, we're having dinner before an Angels game. And he tells me, oh, yeah, you know, I got married last year. And my wife is seven months pregnant. You know, and the American in me is like, dude, what the fuck, man? Like, yeah. I thought we yeah. were cool, right? But there's also, again, the separation of, like, personal and kind of professional that you have over there. You know, say uh, I were to, you know, invite somebody from work, say, to, like, a wedding um, you don't get plus ones over there generally, right? Because it's, hey, this is a work thing, right? You're there, you're invited there because I work with you. Your spouse has nothing to do with this, you know? So, um, yeah, you know, and I think one, again, thing that's kind of interesting. One, he said he's going to he's gonna address the media. You know, two, he said, please kind of like, you know, refrain from, you know, kind of doing any reporting, uh, you know, or trying to speak to either one of our families, uh, last year, 
uh, Yuzuru Hanyu, who is uh, actually born the same year as Otani. Um, they're from the same region, general region, kind of the Tohoku region, which is kind of the north part of the mainland there. Uh, he was a two-time Olympic gold medalist in figure skating, you know, and big celebrity, uh, probably until this past uh, WBC, where Otani kind of really elevated himself into kind of like godlike status. I would argue Hani was, you know, almost as popular as Otani, right? And probably early on, even when Otani was in Japan, Hani was probably even more popular at that point than Otani was. And, you know, so Hanyu kind of did the same thing, put out a Twitter release, press release, um, got married. Uh, three months later, he was divorced, you know. And when he got divorced, he said it was because of just kind of the overwhelming nature of the media, right? And I think, you know, I've just been kind of scrolling through Twitter on Japanese, in Japanese and stuff, and there's already kind of this whole speculation. Who's the wife, right? Um, you know, something like 10 years ago, he once said that, you know, he... They asked, he was asked on a talk show, what's your ideal woman? And he mentioned that, you know, well, that she'd be athletic, right? So <laughs> all of a sudden, Japanese Twitter is now digging up, hey, you know what? This, you know, fairly attractive basketball player just retired last year. Nobody's seen her since. Like, is she it? You know, so it will be interesting to see how this plays out going forward. I mean, I think, you know, obviously the fact that we know nothing, very little about Otani, I think speaks to how well he's been able to keep his private life private. Um, again, I think he's as smart an athlete as I've ever covered. Uh, so to me, like, I'm very careful. I'm very curious, actually, how he's going to handle this. I'm guessing he's going to give enough information. Hey, this is where we met this, that, you know, uh, one, one thing that was kind of interesting is usually and there's kind of no English equivalent for this word, but you know, in Japanese, you would say, ipanjing, right. It's kind of a, like a normal person. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. Probably the closest word we have to is like civilian. Civilian. civilian yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. You know, and, um, you know, there was kind of no mention of that. Right. Usually, mm -hmm. again, in these things, it'll say something like, you know, I married like a civilian, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, so there wasn't any mention of that. Uh, you know, so if the person has some kind of fame, I think it's going to be interesting how he tries to insulate himself from that, because obviously it becomes harder to do that. Right. If this person's famous, there are going to be a ton of people that you can find that will be able to tell the media about her, you know? Um, and again, their, their tabloid culture is like ruthless over there, you know? Um, and I'm not even talking about the newspapers, you know, that cover Otani on a day-to-day -day basis. I'm guessing they're going to be very respectful, but you know, their national Enquirer isn't like a flimsy thing. That thing's like a magazine, right? <laughs> That's like, it's, I mean, their tabloid magazines are like thicker, you know, they're, they're like six New Yorkers combined into like one. I mean, that thing's pretty thick. You know, and uh, even though it's filled with a lot of nonsense, these stories are like long, you know, which make them read pretty credit. You know, if you're reading them, you can't really tell, you know. And I think one thing, you know, a couple months ago, there was a story that popped up actually in one of these tabloids about, um, you know, Tani's interpreter and that how his interpreter was married to a former Nippon Ham fighters cheerleader and that that. Um, that the interpreter's wife was now getting bombarded with requests from women who other cheerleaders, other women who wanted to meet Otani. And I think, you know, my feel is that probably, um, you know, the interpreter's family, the interpreter's wife's family started getting, you know, bombarded with, you know, media requests and stuff. And it led Otani to actually posting something on his Instagram account saying, uh, no, he's not married to a former cheerleader. You know, a lot of the Stuff in that story is not, you know, stuff in that story is not true. Uh, so again, you know, to me, it just kind of speaks again to just the intensity 
of you know kind of the coverage and how you kind of try to navigate that as a famous person in japan i think it's uh you know uh i think that's kind of tough you know i think i did hear one thing you know was that one of the teams that was kind of involved in the process with otani um you know they were under the impression that otani did want to go back to anaheim right and we did uh you know wind up reporting that before he signed with the dodgers officially that they circled back one last time to Artie moreno and offered him a chance to to match this thing which at least shows that he was he was open to it and, you know, the person that told me that told me that there was somebody in Otani's life and that that was a consideration for that. Hmm. That's why he wanted to stay in Orange County. And I could see that, right? He's, you know, probably up in the hills somewhere in a gated community, you know, where there's not like a bunch of paparazzi hiding in the bushes and stuff. And maybe, may, you know, I, as I kind of look back on on that, uh, I kind of wonder now, yeah, was that kind of the, the driving factor there? How how does this speak to you from like your perspective? I was say, so if you've had that conversation with a lot of people this morning, you've had been talking a lot this morning because that was long, man. I know that was long. That was long. Uh that's fine. Uh but uh my my point was like, do you expect his wife to be in America? Is anyone gonna see her? Uh, my sense is the Japanese baseball stars, at least, have not really brought their wives to America to be with them. That's seven months, right? That's, you know, maybe there's visits or two. I don't know. Is Ichiro even, I assume Ichiro is married, but as I've never seen his wife in America. Um, I guess the tradition is not, so the, you know, as he mentioned, it's in she, right? She, he used the pronoun she, so she's in Japan. Maybe that's never something that we see them together in America. Is that is that kind of the tradition with with Japanese um, athletes coming over to America? You know, I think a lot of that is determined by the right the ones that do the spouses who stay behind. That's because they have children who are like yeah. school age, right? Um, usually, they do come over. Now, what you will have, you know, say Yusei Kikuchi, uh, Ichiro, uh, they're married, and this happens a lot, like in Japan, they're married to former sportscasters, mm -hmm. right? For some reason, that's kind of the, the yeah. match that happens a lot. Um, now, when you, right now when you're married to a civilian, I guess right. Like I think I believe Hideki Matsui's wife was always here, uh, but no one ever saw her, right? Mm -hmm. Because again, she's not famous. Uh, she's just kind of a normal person, so she kind of stayed hidden, right? In um, and it doesn't mean you know in that case that right the player has like a bad relationship with the media or anything. That's just kind of the way it is. So my again my suspicion will be that if she's not uh, like a famous person, not like a public figure, not a sportscaster, that we won't see her. I, I assume that she will be here at least until the kids are of school age. And even then, right there are Japanese schools, um, you know, especially in Southern California, yeah. uh, right there there are schools that are actually taught exclusively. Um, you know, in Japanese in the South Bay. So you do have those kind of educational options. Um, now you can kind of question the level of these things, you know, compared to the way they were 20, 30 years ago when a lot of people were kind of coming over. But I think a lot of these schools now are filled with the kids of people like me, frankly, right, who, you know, kind of were born and raised here and stuff. And so I've heard that the level of these things has kind of gone down gradually over time. But yeah, I think I think she's going to live here. Uh, and assuming she's not famous, it's a, we, we're just never going to see her. Yeah, I mean, it just then it makes sense to pick L.A. too, right? I mean, Dodgers are angels because he was familiar with it and was going to start a family uh, better, you know, with with the wife from Japan. And if you're going to do all that stuff, be in a familiar and not, okay, let's all of a sudden do this in New York, you know, it, it, Toronto. It, that would have been a pretty tricky situation. I, I We've talked a lot of it about this, about Otani. I, I'm kind of going to roll this into kind of a general conversation. We're in February. 
end of February, kind of a slow time as we get set for NFL free agency, NBA playoffs, spring training. It's all kind of we're waiting for stuff. Um, Otani, number one sports guy in, in the star in the in I'm sorry in Los Angeles right now. Would you say Dylan? Would you say he's number one even over LeBron? How would you rank kind of the top three or five LA sports figures right now? Yeah, right I, now. I think he's got to be number one. I think the Dodgers are the most popular team in the city right now. Um, you know, and I think part of it too is that I don't think LA has ever completely embraced LeBron either, mm -hmm. right? Uh, yeah. Because I think he's still, a lot of people still view him as Kobe Bryant's rival. And there's just kind of yep. this like loyalty that people have to Kobe Bryant. So, you know, I mean, that said, I saw LeBron last night kind of, it was one of those moments where you're like, oh my God, this, this is incredible, you know? Yep. And I'm the guy who just saw Messi on Sunday score this ridiculous goal. And my reaction was like, this guy's washed, you know? Mm. So, uh, but that's your reaction to Messi scoring a goal was that he's, well, okay. You're well, classic Dylan. Yeah, watching, watching the whole game. It was a really, okay. really great goal, but just uh -huh. kind of watching the game, I thought this guy's not. Uh, but yeah, LeBron just kind of still, you know, I mean, he's, you know. And that's against the Clippers. Really that's against the Clippers, which is yes. a team yeah. that should be lined up to be able to beat them, and, and they can't, right? They're, yeah. They've lost three games to the Lakers this season. That's when they really wanted. You could play. They, were, they had the big lead in the fourth quarter, and LeBron just said, not only am I going to score as many, many points as I can, I'm going to stop Kawhi from doing it, yeah. which yeah. was special. He doesn't do that every game. We know that. But yeah. can he do it for one game at a time or four games in a seven-game series? Uh, but yeah, I was drawing up a rough list, and I was I was going to put Kobe third in LA still because <laughs> the pull of that, you know, the charisma, the magnitude of that star, it remains incredibly high. Yeah, uh, I mean, I yeah, think I go, if you look at like yeah. murals and stuff around town. I mean, you could even put Kobe two. You could even yeah. you could make an argument well, who, that he's one. Who do you have <laughs> three then? If we take Kobe to the side, I'll I'll tell you who yeah. I've got three for in LA. Sean McVay. Am I wrong with that one? Yeah. Okay. If, yeah, I was. I was actually going to ask you if we're going to use coaches yeah. or not. Yeah, I, I, I got put coaches in there. I put coaches yeah, in. There. Yeah. And okay. Then. Uh, yeah. See, I just think though the profile wise is still Lakers and mm -hmm. Dodgers, right? They're so far above everybody else. So, like to me, three, four, five has to be some combination of Anthony Davis, Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman. Okay. Um, you know, I McVeigh is the face of the Rams for sure. Right. And I think, again, I think uh, it's going to be interesting this coming season. We've talked about this earlier, but I think the Harbaugh. Har yeah, um, Harbaugh could get on that list. No the, question. The fact that, right, the juxtaposition between the two personalities, I think, is going to be really interesting. You know, um, you know, I mean, right, if they do something, Justin Herbert, but it's just that the Chargers just yeah, don't. Yeah. Right? Herbert's importance to the Chargers is immense, but it just you kind of don't have that market penetration, you know. Um, you know, Kershaw's kind of hanging around the periphery of that. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I mean, if you again, if you kind of look at the demographics of the city and everything, I mean, you could throw in now he's technically unsigned at this point, he might come back, but we're talking about an MLS player here, Carlos Vela, you know, mm -hmm. who longtime iconic Mexican player, LAFC's first player. Uh, and he's kind of one of these like lightning rods for conversation, uh, in Mexico, in the Mexican community, because. Here is probably the most talented player of his generation who for a while refused, you know, to this, you know, to the end, refused to play for the national team in the end. Right. Mm -hmm. He played in a couple of World Cups, but that has made them this very this figure that you constantly talk about. Um, so I would kind of put him there. And 
you know, again, um, right, Kawhi and PG will probably have a chance to crack that list maybe with the Clippers moving into this new arena. But, yeah, even, you know, yesterday was technically a Clippers home game. LeBron starts knocking down those threes. Boy, you know, that that arena <laughs> very quickly <laughs> turned into the Lakers' house. Uh, it'll be interesting we- if that it'll be interesting if that happens in the Clippers' new arena once they open that, right? Yeah. I mean, and LeBron comes in to say he's still with Lakers, so I think we're presuming that. And will there still be Laker fans? You know, will Lakers buy those tickets just for the chance to get ahead of the Laker fans who've been there for years, and you can get a you know cheer on LeBron or whoever? It, it, that'll be an interesting. That's the whole intent is to get away from that. And Steve Ballmer's got the money to do it, but I'd be I'd be curious to see. And I, I was going to throw Lincoln Riley. Yeah, that star has dimmed a bit, right? Yeah, no Caleb, uh, right? He's going to have to come up with another Caleb. It'll be very right. interesting how he does that. Yeah, I mean, he went from kind of yeah, Lincoln Riley went from being you know on the verge of being elected mayor to you know are they going to fire this guy next year? That yep. thing flipped yep. pretty quickly. Yep. Uh, you know, we know how SC fans are. How how is it in the Bay Area right now? Is is Steph still the guy? Steph is by far. It's not even close. He's still good, but also. Just what drives interest, what drives passion, it's Steph Curry. There's, I mean, we'll see how long this lasts. It is way, it is, he's untouchable, unassailable. He is the, you know, the icon of this era. There's no doubt about that. There's no one who is even close to him. Might not be anybody close to him since Joe Montana. And that's a long time ago. Um, hmm. Curry's way, 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 way up there. I, I'll put Purdy, Brock Purdy, number two. We'll see. Hmm. He's certainly with upward thing, 49ers. Hold such a sway over the populace here. They're such a national team. They are a national team. That's like just sometimes I have to con- let 49ers fans know why is there this debate about the 49ers every night on ESPN? because they're a national team. They're next to the Cowboys, probably beneath the Cowboys, but right next to them in terms of national conversation. And if so Purdy leads them to a Super Bowl. Is he oh, yeah, 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 yeah. As a conversation, yeah. As a star, yes. McCaffrey's, you know, a, you know, more established player, veteran player, but he's kind of bland as a conversation. I mean, he went to Stanford, which should help him. Yeah, there, but yeah, he's a little bland. Uh, he's a running back. The quarterback with the 49ers is the position. It's I for column today. I documented all the drama that's gone on in the entirety of the Shanahan era. Every year, there's a question about the quarterback: who's moving up, who's moving down, what do they do, who do they get switch from Garoppolo, go to Lance, go back to Garoppolo. This is the first offseason where well, they will have none of that because Purdy's established. Um, but I, that might lower his his profile a little bit just because the quarterback isn't going to be in the high of the conversation until like people say, oh, yeah, I got to get another one. That that will happen. But the quarterback in 40, you know, in the Bay Area, the 49ers quarterback is always way, way up there. Only the power of Curry can go over that. Normally, it's just the quarterback, period. Um, three, I might go Kyle Shanahan. Like if we're putting coaches in here, like, man, you, oh my God, the conversation with Kyle is just constant. Like, you just base it on Kyle Shanahan and everything flows from there. Um, they're, you know, controversial to some, uh, you know, angsty to others. Just the, I, the, the, the clarity of the vision, I think, draws both a lot of love and a lot of hate. Uh, I appreciate clarity, but I, I just wonder why. There's so much debate about him when he's won so many games. He's won two playoff games every time he's gone to the playoffs. Every single time he wins two playoff games. Uh, that's something that a lot of coaches cannot say. But just in terms of star, star power, like if something happens to Kyle Shanahan, what kind of magnitude would that hit in the Bay Area? It would be gargantuan. It would be, it would be an earthquake of 
quite large proportions. It would be a national story too, clearly, but uh, I, I think he's three. I put Clay four, certainly a fascinating story. You know, it's, you know, obviously the championships that he's won, obviously the beloved for that kind of serenity, but there's a competitiveness there underneath that. Um, he doesn't like, you know, talk a ton, but when he does, it's interesting. And now he's going through the, you know, the, the, the comeback and it maybe he won't make it all the way back and his contract. And he's kind of, you're seeing it play out when he's getting angry, when he's coming off the bench, when he's playing great, when he's not playing great, there is just a connection to clay in the Bay area. I think that is really, really powerful, which would, you know, if he be, you know, if he hits free agency and the Warriors let him go, what, you know, how that would play out would be fascinating. Um, and my fifth, I'm not, you know, Tara Vanderveer is real big. Draymond, you know, I, I, it's interesting. I can't think of a giant. I mean, Zaidi would be, you know, would be the one. Uh, and I don't know. I mean, again, if you're just thinking of it like Farhan Zaidi resigns, if that's what it is, that would be a massive story. But the everyday stuff with Farhan, I mean, he's, he's the face of the franchise, but I think many Giants fans don't like that. I like the guy, hasn't done it here yet hasn't really pulled it off, but I think they can't do better than him at the moment. We'll see how the season goes. I, I, I should, I'll put Farhan fifth out how of this. How about Steve Kerr? Kerr's up there, but you know, it's Curry, 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 Curry. Now Kerr is up there as a discussion point. What's his rotation? Why isn't he doing this more? How come he's not playing the young guy? Yeah, that is in the conversation. No question. And I guess, yeah. And yeah. I guess looking at it from like my vantage point, right. It's like, obviously, you know, he doesn't mind commenting like on social issues and stuff. Yeah, yeah and whenever yeah. there is kind of he's a, a yeah, he's a he's a national figure, international figure in a lot of ways. So he right. could be on this list. It's just that it's ten years into it, and it's Curry's era. It's just you know, look what he did. Yeah. He just signed his New York two-year extension to tie himself to Curry. Curry's contract right. is for two more years. It's just such a prevalence of Steph Curry. You know, you know, we'll see how that works with the Dodgers when everything is seen through the view of what how this affects Otani or how Otani affects everyone else. With Steph, it's just Steph Curry. This is his era, and Steve Kerr's his coach. Draymond Green's his running mate. Clay Thompson's his backcourt. I mean, like everything is Steph related. So it's like Al Davis did with the with the Raiders. Like there was a reason why his coach, you know, Tom Flores didn't make the Hall of Fame for so long. It's like it was just considered this Al Davis's team, not the coach. It's Al Davis's team. John Madden got in the Hall of Fame, you know, for his TV stuff too. So I think Steph has that kind of power and that kind of pull uh, where the conversation is him. Even if you're talking about other things, the conversation still flows through him. Um, and Curry could be on this list. Obviously, if he had left, it would be a huge story. But Bob Myers left was a big story. It wasn't, you know, it's still with Steph. It's still all Steph and relate Steph-related topics. Um, but we'll see how that, you know, we'll see how long that continues. It's just, it's gone on and on and on. And it's just now feels like a natural part of the Bay area. That's just baked in. Um, how about you got any up and comers in LA? Any, like any, anybody want to circle like, Hmm, this guy could be coming. I mean, I, I would still go back to, I guess the Harbaugh thing, right? Mm -hmm. I think he's yeah. a potential like game changer in the market. And I kind of, again, I, I, I think Harbaugh also is going to have the ability to potentially elevate McVeigh too, right? As much yep, as McVeigh is definitely the face of the Rams, but kind of that conflict, you know, and I think I've mentioned this before, but, you know, in different sport, but when Jose Mourinho and Guard Pep Guardiola were, mm -hmm. you know, managing oh, yeah, Real Madrid, yeah. Barcelona and Spain, uh, that became like kind of its own thing, right? And I could totally 
kind of see something like that here, right? Because of the contrast and personalities, I could see them, you know, I could see them getting re along really well. I could also see them getting under, right? I mean, the right, the line between love and hate is very thin oh, there. So I could absolutely. also see them definitely getting under each other's huh. skin too. Um, you know, they obviously have, right? The, I mean, the, the two franchises over the way the stadium was financed and all that kind of stuff. Uh, there's kind of bickering there to begin with. So there's there's definitely elements there to kind of blow things, you know. And I think both teams obviously are kind of set up uh, right now to, to have success, right? You know, uh, Harbaugh got the quarterback that he wanted. He's got Justin Herbert, something to build around. Rams, you know, I mean, right now they're kind of screaming from the mountaintops about how all the money's come off their books. Finally have a first-round first first, first round pick since Jared Goff. Um, you know, and they, they're going to have the options to do something and get good pretty quickly. So to me, that's that's kind of I, I wish I they played. Each, I wish they played each other two times a year. That That's always the fun yeah. part with Harbaugh, yeah. like when they, they play each other. The Ohio yeah. State and Ryan Day and Urban Meyer, uh, yeah. Seattle with Pete Carroll, SC with Pete Carroll. Like like he loves going up against him. Uh, I don't think they're playing this season. I don't know when they're going to play next. Well, I guess they'll play each other in preseason. And so yeah. that'll be fun. Well, you know uh, who I left out? And uh, Juju Watkins. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Superstar, right? A, yeah. Yeah. For a women's basketball player. I mean, I'm not sure, you know, at least like kind of like in my adult life that I remember anything remotely close to this. You know, team comes back from like the road, their kids waiting outside the arena for the bus to show up mm. to get her autograph and stuff. Uh, yeah. She seems like kind of like one of those transcendent athletes. I'm not sure how long she's going to, how much longer she's going to be in school. Mm. She sure seems to be ready for kind of that next level, but uh, who who do you have up in the Bay Area that you? Think well, I was gonna say uh, uh, Jonathan Kaminga. I mean, you know, that's one guy who could break loose on the in, in the Warriors and not certainly not eclipse Curry, but could be like that's the next generation. He's not Curry. No one's ever going to be Curry, but there is such a interest in the Warriors now because of Curry and Draymond and all the rest that a Kaminga that this elevation's been you know you could feel it in the Bay Area. Jung-Hoo Lee uh, with the Giants, we'll see. It could be a vast disappointment, but it could be something really interesting. He's got a personality. That's very clear. Uh, he got, he kind of likes the, the, the limelight. That will play in the Bay Area. If he's good, it will really play. If he's not good, it might become irritating. But I think that's – they certainly paid him to be a star. And, you know, with the Warriors WNBA team coming up, not this year, but next season, uh, they haven't named it yet, but they're going to play at Chase Center. If they somehow could get Sabrina – UNESCO, uh, the Bay Area girl. I don't think, I mean, you can't just go get one of the best players in the league, but that would be gargantuan. Like, that would be something that would change kind of the way the Bay Area feels about, you know, women's basketball, the way the Bay Area looks at basketball. That would be, you know, an instant stardom in the Bay Area. Don't know that, and it may, may not happen, but that is one I would be looking for for sure. Now I want to what the only thing we're the only podcast can do this. Okay, Dylan, let's now rank all California. Let's just take all the names we named and we can throw Sacramento into that. Although Sacramento people might not be happy with us uh, talking for Sacramento. Who's number one in California? Who would you say is number one in California? Taking all things into account. Huh. I mean, you know, because I was going to say like Otani's international, but Steph is too, you know. The yeah. NBA yeah. is, yeah. you know, right. Yesterday on Press Row, we have, you know, a handful of uh, reporters over from China. Huh. 
Stefano. I mean, are we talking about big within California? I, I think amongst the California conversation, but uh, you know, the international part of it affects it. Like right, we react right. to how big Otani is because we're seeing it. You know, right. that's part of the conversation. Uh, it's a close call. Uh, yeah. I think I might go Bay Area bias on this one. Yeah, I just well, think four championships. He's won. That's yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. to that point, right? He's won. Uh, Otani hasn't done that yet. Um, Otani with the two-way thing, you know, you kind of forget about it because he's not going to pitch this year, and I don't know when he's going to pitch again, but that is remarkable. We're not seeing it right now. I'll go Curry one, Otani two. That's what I'll go. Yeah. You know, it's kind of weird, right, putting Steph above LeBron, but again, if we're doing it within the context of the state, I yep. do think, again, right, I don't think at least LA hasn't completely, you know, it's so weird to put like LeBron like third on anything. Again, I I just, I'm putting LeBron I'm third. Still, yeah. I'm, well, I'm also, I'm still I would guess Curry. Yeah, he's incredible and he's 39. But I would bet you there are Curry has more fans in LA than LeBron has fans in the Bay Area. I don't think that's a question. There are people in the Bay Area right. who hate LeBron. I don't know that anybody hates Curry, like won't watch LeBron or, or right. will do it, you know, with. You know, trying to look away and not wanting to to believe what they're Doesn't saying. Doesn't hate make they contribute to stardom though? Like if oh, I oh no think question that's part that's, yeah, that's part of it. Barry yeah. Bonds, yeah. right? Yeah, I think part of what yeah. made right Barry was the fact that he would come to L.A. and you would hear booze. Yes, like, yes, at, at yes. Bali, we never heard. But you also heard it because he was so great, right? I mean, it's all right. baked into yeah. the general conversation. Yeah. It's it's all elements. Uh, I'm just thinking, I'll put Steph ahead of LeBron and okay. I put him yeah. slightly ahead of Otani. So we got Steph, Otani, LeBron three. So who's four? Would you go Betts? I'd go Clay, Shanahan. He's stumped. See, that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, well, because again, like it's right. I have I have trouble putting I don't know, like Shanahan ahead of like McVeigh. Yeah, I, I put mean, McVeigh. I put McVeigh four. I put McVeigh four. Yeah. But slightly, again, like he's, yeah. Yeah, you, you know, that said, though, like within kind of this market, right, um, I don't think, you know, that's the thing, though, right, is that the, the the Niners are much, 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 much more important to the Bay Area than McVeigh is to Los Angeles. And frankly, I mean, you know, I've mentioned this before, but the Niners have a lot of fans down here, too. I mean, so I guess I would go with whoever is at the top of your Niners list, whether that be Purdy. Or, Wait a minute. Yeah, I forgot about Purdy. Let's. I'm. Yeah. I forgot Purdy. Yeah, Purdy four. Right. Yeah, Purdy four. Yeah. Purdy four. McVeigh five. How about that? Okay. I, I can. I can live with that. And, yeah, and with Shanahan on the outside looking in, and yeah. some others on the outside looking in. But yeah, I forgot about Purdy. Yeah, you're right. The four ers have to be accounted for on this list because yeah. they might. I mean, Lakers probably the most popular team. Just kind of just trying to you know go. Through through all contexts and all understanding, like they're probably the most popular team. They might be the most popular team in sports, but the 49ers are too. Like, you know, one of those franchise values, I think the the Warriors are like number two overall. I think the Lakers are one. I think it's right in there. It's like the, 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 that reflects something too. Marketplace, yeah. you know, interest, uh, international interest, stars, uh, but – the four ers have to be accounted for, and I'm going to do it with Purdy. Now you could put, we could flip Shanahan in there, or whatever, just a way to get. But I think Purdy, kind of with the arrow going up, the chance that he could be great. No, he could be chance he'd be terrible, right? And he's off this list altogether next year. But good, we did our leap year. We we, we do it every four years now, Dylan. Or we could just do it every last week of February. Our, our rankings 
in LA and the Bay Area and our overall rankings. We'll see how we do. We'll just remember these lists. And uh, we went with Steph Curry. I think uh, I think we're right on that one. And Shohei yeah. could blow everything down, no question. Um, I, and I do find it well, interesting that right. Um, and I think this is kind of the theme of this podcast, right? Is the fact that like again, I you know within the context of LA and the context of the state, to me, kind of the order of like the LA guys changes a bit, right? Because I'm not sure, you know. Again, I think Mookie Betts in LA is a very big deal. I'm not sure. Do people, I assume people in the Bay Area don't like hate Mookie Betts, right? No, do not, do not. Yeah, that's the thing. No. It's like, and if or, you or Freeman, yeah, or Freeman. Kershaw, maybe a little bit, but not, right. not, it's not, not the old days. You know, everyone hated Steve Garvey or everyone hated, you know, Davey right. Lopes and all that stuff. Like, it's, it's not yeah. Lasorda. It's not even yeah. close to that. Uh, maybe they, you know, they run into each other a few more times. I don't think they like, uh, you know, the whole Dodger ethos, but that's right. a whole other thing. Um, yeah. you know, and the Giants are starting as well. management. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that that whole but then they hired Farhan, right? I mean, like so how can you I think there was yeah. some distrust of Farhan from the beginning because I was coming from the Dodgers. Uh yeah. and also he came before the Dodgers won the won the World Series, right? He, he leaves the Dodgers to take the Giants job and then the then the Dodgers won the World Series. So it's all mixed up in that. But um, you know, California's an interesting place. I, I'm glad that we we're trying to put some of that into some kind of general context, but uh, there's some, I was just thinking about this and go, man, there's some like hard pressed to put many people above Steph Shohei and LeBron. Right. I mean, just right. in, in Messi would be one uh, who else? maybe Aaron judge uh, Mahomes for sure. Mm-hmm. Then like who else? I mean, you know, not, I mean, Giannis, I don't know. I mean, I don't, wouldn't put him over Curry and LeBron just as a star. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. just as a conversation thing, not as a yeah. player, as like, like uh, the way I, I kind of thought of this was if this player retired or coach retired today, what would be the lead story? Who would be the first you mentioned? I think Curry, LeBron would be really close. Otani, all close, all major. Uh, and I kind of, parcel out the rest kind of based on that. Like if Kawhi said it, would it be that big a deal if, if Curry said it at the same time? No. Right. Yeah. That like, is kind of how I measure this. Um, and some of it is like, you know, LeBron's 39. So you're not feeling like that's going to be too far away, but uh, interesting, interesting uh, way to do this. Dylan, maybe we figure out another way, but uh, it's a good way to while away a leap day. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you got anything else there, Dylan? Anybody no. else? Anyone? Any of the stars that you cover getting married or, or have been married? A surprise? Only throw it out there. Nothing. Zero. I don't think so. Yeah, this is kind of a first for me. You know, there's part of me that kind of wishes I was talking to somebody about this. You know how like every now and then, like politics or something else, kind of in, right comes into sports, and mm-hmm. you kind oh, of have yeah. to yeah. use different reporting tools and kind of right. It, mm-hmm. it feels different, right, for like a couple of days and. There is a part of me, you know, the Dodgers don't play until tonight. I was talking to somebody like, maybe I should just jump on a plane over there. And just kind of, I kind of want to see kind of that Japanese like celebrity culture getting it covered from that angle, yeah. you know, yeah. but uh, yeah, again, it's going to be, I'm very interested to see how he's going to play this because this is, uh, you know, again, with the other guy who was a big star, who again was very good with the media, Yuzuru Hanyu, the figure skater. Uh, yeah, he was married for three months, so uh, wishing the Otani's uh, better luck there. Many, much, much. But they could have been married for three months already. Who knows? I mean, yeah, you know, who knows? Yeah. He might have already beat that record.
All right, Dylan. Way to go. Good conversation. We'll do this again next week. All right. See you. Bye.